Hello and welcome to the Writing Your Best Self podcast with me, Georgina Elmashady. Journaling is an incredible self-improvement practice that will help you cultivate the introspection and self-awareness you need to become your best self. Each week, we explore tried and tested techniques along with journaling prompts to help you dig deeper into yourself so you can leverage the wisdom within to achieve your biggest goals and create your best life. Let's get writing. Hey everyone and welcome to this week's special episode. I'm feeling very proud, very happy, very grateful right now because this episode marks our two year anniversary. That's right, Writing Your Best Self has been on the air for two years now. It's pretty much a hundred episodes. We've talked about so many different aspects of journaling, had some incredible conversations with some incredible people. Uh, I've learned so much personally from sharing all these tips, these techniques, the prompts and the conversations we've had. It's been such a beautiful experience and I just want to thank you for being on this path with us. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our conversations. Thank you for being excited about journaling in your own life and the power it has for you because as we've talked about time and time again, journaling is just this incredible, easily accessible tool that can really elevate our lives and help us connect with our best selves, deepen our best selves and live our best life. So here's to the next two years and beyond because who knows where this podcast will go next. Now, today I was really thinking about what I wanted to talk about on this week's episode and this word just kept coming to me, presence the now. How can I relate this, these entities, these moments to journaling? And so that is what I invite you to have a conversation with me today about. And it probably won't come as a surprise that this episode is partly inspired by Eckhart Tolle. He's the author of the book, The Power of Now. And I just want to read you this quote, which I really think is powerful and potent as a way to kickstart our episode. So he says, Time isn't precious at all because it is an illusion. What you perceive as precious is not time, but the one point that is out of time, the now. That is precious indeed. The more you are focused on time, past and future, the more you miss the now, the most precious thing there is. So what I want us to explore today, what I'm inviting you to explore today is this notion that there is an access point, an access point for wisdom, ideas, creativity, curiosity, etc. when you access it from the now. So I first encountered this concept way back in 2003. It was, I was in my late twenties, it was the summer, and my life was in the middle of a massive, massive upheaval. So a relationship that I really cared about had ended. I realised that my corporate career was not creating the life that I desired and I was in this place of needing a complete redesign, a redirect and so I'd left my job, I'd left the relationship and I was getting ready to redefine who I was in a complementary therapies year of training and in the meantime 
I was going to travel around India solo. Before social media, back in the times when mobile phones were still bricks, back in the days when music was on CDs and um, Sony Walkman and Discman. And I was just so drawn to to India. This The country was just calling me. So I booked a ticket. I was terrified. I was terrified because I was there alone. I was excited by the adventure. I was full of anticipation. I was full of curiosity. My life felt so uncertain. And I found the power of now. I think it was in a bookshop in Delhi. And I remember the book just, it kind of just stood out to me. It kind of spoke to me. So I, I picked up the book and I took it with me and I'd read it often. I'd refer back to it frequently. I remember reading it on the train in, in the hostels they stayed at. And it was, for me, it was this anchor, this reminder to be present, to to come back to the now. In the moments when my mind would take over and I would worry about the future or when my mind would go into overdrive and I would feel bad about the past that I was leaving behind and the things that had ended in my life. The power of now just reminded me, okay, look around you. What's in your periphery now? What are you feeling now? What's happening now? And and it helped me tap into this richness of experience that was so easy for me to miss because I was so in my head and the contrast of being in such a colourful country with a culture I'd never encountered before, with smells and sights and sounds that were all new and fresh. This opportunity to discover myself as a solo traveller, just having myself for company, like encountering all these different experiences. Like The power of now was that reminder to snap back into what was in my periphery in that moment. And it I'm so grateful for the book for that time. It was so powerful for me. It really held me in a time that was both difficult, but just one of the most exhilarating, exciting, life-changing events I've ever experienced in my life. And I want us to bring to the conversation the concept, the idea that the now, the now is a great time to journal. Of course, we're always writing in the now. But do we approach the journal with the energy of being in the now? Do we approach our journal with this energy of openness? Where we can come without baggage, where we can listen to ourselves through fresh eyes. And it's not always as easy as it sounds to do that. Because we bring predictability to the journal. We bring our routines, we bring our habits, we bring our old identities, we bring who we've been. And often we write through that lens, through that experience, through that mindset. But what if there's a way to to journal and write from a place that was outside of that? What if you can tap into the moment, this very moment? Imagine you just landed on earth in this moment with no preconceptions, no identity from the past, no memories. What would you tap into? What would you connect with? What would you explore? 
how if you what would happen if you brought that level of curiosity to your journal i think something truthful exists in the present moment because as Eckhart Tolle said, it's the only real moment in time. The past is memories. The future is hopes. The now is tangible. The past is the nows you've already lived and the future is moments of now you hope to experience. The past and the future are constructs of the mind. They exist because we have a brain that can take us there through our imagination. We can almost time travel and space travel through our brains and our imagination. But the now, I like to think of it as this living, breathing, evolving entity. Like the, the now has a presence, which has got depth, it's got width, it's got weight, it's got texture, it's got tangibility. The now is connected to the energy of the moments because it's connected to what's actually physically present instead of what's imagination and memories. So just open that door of curiosity. Well, what would be possible if you chose to journal from that richer, multi-dimensional, multi-faceted place? I, I invite you to expect solutions, new insights, wisdom, answers, questions, ideas, knowledge, lessons, direction, guidance, peace, creativity. There's so much available to us when we choose to connect ourselves and root ourselves in the now. I've got tingles saying this, but just to write from that deeply connected, deeply present place. The now is this powerful entity to create in harmony with. But first we've got to learn to connect with it which again is not always easy. This is a practice for me. This is something that I'm constantly trying to cultivate. And the truth is because my work involves lots of thinking and writing and creating, I spend a lot of time in my head. In my past, I spent a lot of time in my head because it's easier to just be present in your head sometimes than physically present in your body. So it's a practice for me too. And what I start with is first of all, I know I've got to pause. I've got to hit the metaphorical pause button when I'm trying to create, a, sorry, when I'm trying to journal from the energy of the now, I've got to hit the metaphorical pause button. I've got to remember that I'm more than my mind. And I always find breathing helps me with this because breathing, concentrating on my breathing, being intentional with my breathing, firstly, it causes my body to relax. Like that first exhale when I remember, like everything relaxes, it feels good and it helps to center me. It slows down my mind and it also elevates my awareness of what's present because suddenly I'm expanded. Suddenly I'm more than just the thoughts. Suddenly I'm this consciousness, this, this presence, this entity in space. And this shifting consciousness, what it does, it grounds me. And as I ground myself, I I do what I can to drop my thoughts, to drop concerns, to drop anything that basically keeps me stuck in an auto in an autopilot response or a way of being. And this is really challenging. It's it's an ongoing practice for me because the fact is we get entangled with the things we know because they give us security. 
Like predictability is a form of safety because there's perceived certainty. We think we know how things are going to unfold. We think we know who we are. And so we expect certain things when we journal. But when I'm on the cusp of a personal evolution, when I'm ready to shed a skin, when I'm on the edge of a transformation, I want to tap into the unfolding energy of who I'm becoming rather than staying stuck in who I've been. And so this energy there now helps me to navigate that transition, helps me to move through that shift. I want to find the new ideas. I want to find the guidance that I've not been able to hear before because I've not been in a place to receive it before. I want to find the resolution on the blank page, like be able to find closure with the things that hold me back. Be able to expose the voices and the, the belief systems that have limited me in the past. I want to be able to shed these things because I want to step more and more fully into my best self. I want to discover myself at a deeper and deeper level. And I can do this in the now when I remember that I can create myself afresh in the now, as can we all. We all have that power. And then when I am as fully grounded and as fully present as I can be, I ask myself this simple question, this one question. What's present now? What's present now? This question is a cool question because it's so multidimensional because it can be thoughts, it can be feelings, it can be experiences, it can be guidance, it can be a knowing. So I ask this question, what's present now? And then I trust that something will come through my writing. And again, there's sometimes a battle for this because I might have doubts, some fear comes up, resistance. I might start overthinking. I might question if I'm hearing the voice I'm supposed to hear, if I'm writing things I'm supposed to write. Yada, 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 yada. You know, the inner critic, that, that inner voice that can sometimes self-sabotage and trip us up. I breathe through that. And then I let the words flow, knowing that each word is a lubricant for whatever's going to come next. I get out of my own way and I write. And I, I, I try to be unfiltered, uncensored. I often I can, I can feel the inner critic like nipping at the side. Like she's coming in and trying to snatch some of the words I want to flow or undermine them or, or elaborate them in some way. Playing these, these games, it's like push that voice away and let the truth of the now express itself. This, this is a fun way to journal because sometimes real magic shows up. This practice, this technique, what it does, it creates space for unpredictability because it taps into the realms of possibility and potentiality. Because we're literally saying, what's new? What have I not seen before? What, what, what is ready to be revealed? What can I uncover? What will, what will show up if I'm uncensored, if I'm unleashed? What might I write if I ignore everything that's come before? What's present now? In this place, we can explore the unexpected. We can tap into new perspectives. We can find new ideas, new guidance, new understandings about who we are now, which may be different to who you've been. We all evolve and grow through our lives. Our experiences change and transform us and elevate us. 
And our journal can be that bridge, that conduit for which we can move, for which we can express and experience things. So we can tap into and touch that next level of best self, whatever that looks like. Remembering it's never a race. There's no destination to reach. It's a spiral of growth and evolution, an unfolding, a remembering, a reclaiming of all the things we are as we step into the next best version of who we have the potential to be, knowing that that'll change in time as we grow and expand and gain wisdom and experiences. That's the beauty of this incredible game of life. So I encourage you to try this practice for yourself, knowing it's a practice, to see how it unfolds, be curious. How present can you become? How connected can you be to the now? And what is gonna flow through you? What can you deepen into? through this place how can you turn your journal into a portal for now wisdom how could it change your life who knows i'm excited for you to find out so to close let me remind you of this week's journaling prompt try this presence practice and ask yourself what's present now and if you are excited to dive even deeper into journaling we have loads of tools and resources over at best self co we have the back catalogue of two years worth of us two years worth of episodes which you can dip into and explore your favorites you can find us on social we're at best self co i am at georgina el mashady i'd love to hear your feedback your thoughts your questions but most importantly between now and next week, I invite you and I encourage you to get to writing. Thanks for tuning in.